He's blonde and bitchin'. She's sporty and sassy. Together, they're perfectly imperfect. It's Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast. Cheers! Cheers. <laughs> Tell I mean, them we appreciate it. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, because I make everyone listen every morning. Whoever's opening with me, um, off before the customers come in. <laughs> you will, yeah. Well, it's funny because sometimes I'm like people, like the girls walk in and they're like, what are you listening to? Because sometimes, you know, it's a little risky, but Low it's hilarious. and edging. Yeah, it's hilarious. So after eventually they love it and they're like, okay, like, what is this again? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. We appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, and, no problem. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's get it. Let's go. Oh, we're already recording. Yeah, we're recording. Oh, okay. So remember to edit. <laughs> yeah. Well, we often talk about open relationships, swingers, and non-monogamy on this messy podcast, but we have yet to actually interview someone in a real committed relationship looking to open things up. So we always get letters. We get letters. Always letters. And then we always ask those people, please follow us up or follow up with us via email or whatever. And they never well, do. I don't believe our guest today has sent us a letter, but if she has, no. maybe, oh no, she says no. Okay. Well, no, I'm not gonna lie. There uh -oh. was a few letters where I had to be like, wait a second, is that ah! me? <laughs> so joining us on the podcast today is my friend and self-proclaimed fan of the show, Miss Wendy. Hello, Wendy. Yeah, go Wendy, go Wendy. Yeah, go. no, that was go Ricky. What am I talking You're about? You're just mixing up your talk show hosts now. <laughs> like you mean it. Ooh, ooh. There How you we doing? go. It was the ooh, ooh. Do you like ooh. Wendy Williams, Wendy? How you doing? Yeah. So went, how are you doing? How are you doing? Wendy so Wendy, uh, thank you for having the balls to do this because a lot of people are interested in opening up their relationship, but they don't know where to start. Never mind talking to a couple of drunks about it. So <laughs> thank you, first of all. And um, so let's set the stage for your relationship so people kind of have an idea of what you're working with. How long have you and your man been together? Uh, a total of 14 years. Whoa! Yeah. Oh, no wonder she's ready. Right? <laughs> Yeah, 14 years, and we're going on five years of being married. Okay, and you have a lovely son together. Yeah, a seven-year-old. That's also amazing that you waited 11 years of courting to uh, tie the knot. Yeah, it definitely wasn't something that, like, like, I was, like, pushing for, nothing that he was pushing for. But when he did propose to me, it was one of those moments where his mother got diagnosed with cancer and it wasn't looking good. And he was just like, you know what? Like, like I love you so much. I want to be with you forever. Like, let's just get married. And it's something his mother wanted to see. So we decided to do it. Plan our wedding in three months. That's very unselfish of you. Yeah. I love that. Well, so we already got a good. We already got a good person here on the podcast with. Wait a second. I was a little selfish at first because I was really wanting a fall wedding. <laughs> but after thinking about it, I'm like, you know what? The end result is all the same. Right. I thought you were going to say we got married because I got pregnant. So that's a much <laughs> no. more noble reason. <laughs> son is no, son is seven. Got married five years ago. Oh, okay. I know mass heart. It is. Okay. <laughs> Listen, Asian. 
All right, I failed math every grade. Kumon, Kumon. <laughs> they tried to put me in Kumon too, didn't work, didn't work. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so let's get to the juice. When did this open stuff come up? Like how many years ago? Do you want to the story though? What's the story? Like what oh. is, why she has reached out to us? Oh, you want to give it away right off the, all right. I think so. Right. Okay. I think people need to know why they're listening. All right, go ahead. Okay, so I guess I can tie it in with like how it all came up. Um, so. My husband and I have always had such an open communication, you know, like we tell each other everything. We're best friends. We laugh, whatever. Nothing's off the table. But obviously, because of how society is, there's certain things that I didn't know about and just found out about during quarantine, the first month that we were in lockdown. You're talking about interests that your husband has. Yeah. So okay. Certain interests that my husband has that also I have. And that actually also even plays into some of the fantasies that I have. Okay. Um, that's not so, bad news there, Wendy. I know. Well, that's the thing. And the funny thing is, he was, when he, like, opened up to me, I was, I kind of had a smile on my face the whole time, and it was kind of confusing to him. You know, like, are you, like, okay with this? This is, like, a nervous smile or, or a, a, like, your uncomfortable smile. And I was like, oh no, it's not. I'm like, I'll let you finish though first. Because <laughs> some of these things that he presented to you, which we'll get to in a second, you had thought about yourself. So oh, yeah. isn't that awesome? So often you hear about this in relationships where people are afraid to tell each other, or even if you're single and you have a crush on someone, you're afraid to tell them and you find out they had a crush on you too. So just say it, YOLO. So tell us what yeah. you said though, yes. or what was discussed. Okay, so first let me, Paint the picture. This is how it happened. It's not something that like he was technically planning to tell me right there and then, um, but it, he ended up telling me anyways because I was on his Instagram and then saw that he had a different account. <gasps> so first I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm like, are you like doing stuff behind my back? You know, because my thing with him has always been like, listen. If you're ever attracted to anyone and you want to kind of, you know, sleep with them, like, let me know. And I'm okay with that. You know, I just don't like the behind the back and the secretness of things, you know? That's what everybody so, says, right? It's not the sex, it's yeah. the lying. Right. Yeah, it's the lying. I don't want the lying. I don't want any emotional connection. Like, you're my emotional person. Like, you're my. <laughs> um, so he's like, oh, like, took it away from me really quickly. And I could see he had a worriness in his eyes, which, again, again stressed me out because I'm like, what are you going to tell me? And then he told me that he's actually interested or curious about um, pretty much, what's the word, like transvestites, pretty much, you know? Oh, so like, he likes transgender, so, so women with a dick. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Transgender women? And, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then I was like, okay, so his other Instagram was kind of like models that are like that, you know? Okay. And I was like, okay. And like, he's like, here, look at it. Like gave me his phone. And like, I looked in his messages. There was nothing there. It was literally just pictures. And obviously he doesn't want it to show up while he's like hanging out with his buddies or anything like that. You knew um, that he was looking not like as a cheating aspect, but just out of curiosity. Yeah. Like it's something that he finds interesting and attractive, you know? 
Right. And he was really like, kind of like, he like teared up a bit when he's telling me all this, some of the stuff that he wants to try and it's curious about, you know, being like, obviously like anal play on him. And then he opened up and told me that he's already done it, but with like, you know, dildos and stuff. By and himself? This like, yeah, by himself. Okay. So wait a minute. So Pause. had you never explored his back door ever like in your like your finger never slipped there a little tongue nothing never okay. never you know and like he loves the back door like he'll explore my back door all the time and i'm all for it i love it it's i was great. gonna ask that i was gonna ask that girl i was gonna be like yeah he you may not have explored his but did he explore <laughs> yours oh, yeah. i've been oh, yeah. with a few men in my life that were just a little too infatuated with it where it always made me go <laughs> well he's definitely like <laughs> He's an ass man, so, like, it's definitely something that, like, he, you know, he likes, and I love it, so it works out. Um, so he was telling me how, like, he used to have, before we moved into our house that we're in together right now, and he actually had toys of his own at his grandpa's house, which was really funny to hear. Not the, um, not the number one place I would choose to hide anything, right. but hey yeah but it's because like no one else lived there and like his grandpa never had a reason to go into his room right but yeah um so he told me all this and I'm like okay I'm like okay and then I told him can I and he kept on saying like are you okay with this are you okay with this like you must think I'm so disgusting you must think I'm a freak this and that that I'm gay and weird and all and I'm like no like I don't at like, all. I'm a freak too bitch <laughs> Like, we've been together 14 years. Like, come on, you know how I am. Um, and, like, I was, like, the only thing that let me was the fact that he's gone so many years right. hiding this, you know, when it wasn't even necessary. So I felt like he's always had this kind of cloud above him, you know? And Which, that's honestly, the only thing that really upset me. Yeah, that goes to show about the, the situation. That, but that goes to show the stigma against fetishes that if you're into something that's not like vanilla sexy that you don't see on like television shows and stuff then all of a sudden you're weird and that's so sad people should be able to explore the things that they love and that brings them joy physically and mentally i know it's definitely like it's just upsetting that that's like what the world is you know like husbands can't even confine in their wives because they're such a fear that she's gonna leave me you know she's gonna think i'm gay when like what i did after she told me all this was i did my research you know and it's very very common for straight men right. to be attracted to trans women but of course they can't say anything because then other men are like no like that's not the right thing but it's like where does it say like why can it not be part of the normal kind of sex like normal normal sex well right. and that that even plays into transphobia is that a transgender woman is for all intents and purposes a woman and so if you're going to hold that over her head oh no you're not a real woman because you're not a viable sexual partner that goes against everything that transgenderism is trying to change so uh, your husband's very evolved so once you uh, talked to your husband about this and was Sorry, like, one I, second. Oh. 
just give me one second. We can hear you guys, but it's really low. Oh. Oh, that's weird. One second. Do you have a Christmas sticker on your window? Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna look really awkward like trying to listen. That's fine. But I can't we'll figure it out. The image and stuff. Um, but so once you told your husband, hey, we discovered that, or I know that you're into anal play. Um, I'm okay with it. You're okay with it. Where did you go from there? Oh, the first thing I said to him was, I found it really hot that he would let me peg him. Like, for some reason, like, I find that so, I know it's such a turn on. Like, I feel like it's just like. I've always wanted to ask a woman this who's turned on by pegging a man. Is it because you are in control at that point? I truly think so. I'm a very in control person when it comes to sex. I've always been like that with all my partners. Like, kind of, like, I call the shots. Like, I'm not shy to say when something doesn't feel good. You know, like, I will tell you exactly how I like it and how I like it. Because I feel as women, we need to take more power into our sexual desires and, like, what we want to feel and how we want to feel instead of letting the guy... And it's not wrong for women to feel dominant in the bed because I think society no. teaches women to that be that we need to be submissive and we need to be like the pleasers. When in reality, there's nothing wrong with switching, you know, turning the tables. Oh, yeah. And I definitely do both roles. You know, depends what the mood is, right? <laughs> so you went, from, um, you went from discovering his sex toys to confronting him about them to pegging and then where? Oh, well, so here's the thing. So we haven't pegged yet, but I'm like, I literally bring it up like every week. <laughs> um, but he's worried that he might have an accident with me. Oh, tell him to give me a call. I have tips, tricks. There's things <laughs> no, you can do. No, but this is not just a fear. I think this is a fear for any person of any gender going into any sort of anal play. Is That is a fear. I remember when I was younger, there was a, my friend's younger sister did it with her boyfriend, shat on his chest, and it scarred all of us girls from ever doing anything near the butt. And I think yeah. that's why, to this day, I'm just not into butt play. Yeah. I mean, I it's will true, tell yeah. you, as someone who's done it once or twice, shit does happen, and you have to get over it if you're going to play in that area. But there are ways you can douche and clean it and, like, skip five meals, and it's fine. Yeah, so we're looking into the douching right now, <laughs> and um, pretty much the only other thing I did is, like, I went on to pinkcherry.com and uh, ordered a bunch of things. Nice. Like, douches? No, um, some dildos, the oh, vibrator, yeah, yeah I, some laundry. The number one tip for keeping it clean with anal play is, like, you know, this is so disgusting, but everybody... You know if you're ready to bottom, if you, like, you know when you have a shit and you wipe and the toilet paper's clean, then you know you're good to go. But if you're wiping and wiping and wiping, it means you're not done. Like, there's still poo up there. So that's not a bottoming day. You have to be a totally clean toilet paper and then it's good. I'm going to pass that along because that could could be a game changer. I'm telling you, 100% of the time, if the toilet paper's clean, you're okay. I'm trying to get to the juicy part of this conversation. You went from I that, think to there. that to that, but then you still want to take it, which is why you wrote to us, is you or contact okay, us. Okay, so the next it. step is, 
And if it wasn't for COVID, this probably would have already happened. But bringing a third in, another Ooh. male in. A male? Um, yeah. So we're jumping, because, not a transgender woman. Well, so this is the thing. Like, I don't necessarily want to go for someone who identifies as being transgender. Because I feel for a male to female transition, they don't probably want to get a lot of attention down there personally but again like this is something i kind of want to know in the trans community you know to see if that is something true or not because i don't want to use a trans woman right for a sexual fantasy when that's not how they should be used wow and we had that's, that interview with kimmy dot or sorry just kimmy yeah, <laughs> yeah. and she mentioned and that, that that was one yeah of the and that's that she did which mention. by the way guys I did learn about the trans dating app from that episode. Look at us helping so, people. Yeah. <laughs> but like for me, I've told him, I'm like, I personally, like, I don't care what kind of porn you watch as long as it's, it's legal, obviously. Right. But I told him, I was like, I don't like how those porn videos portray trans women because the women in those videos aren't necessarily, I feel like, to like true trans women you know because they're, they're kind of using it for a specific fetish yeah you know and i'm like a real trans woman i feel wouldn't totally be okay with that right but i feel like that's a big jump for your husband and for you to go from transgender you know attraction to i'm willing to have a gay experience because transgender women and it, gay men are not the same do you want to know why why because he literally doesn't care about what's up there. He just oh. wants what's down there. He wants the D. So he's, yeah. a, he's, he's a true, so true curious man. about it, you know. And that's something else I went from research that a lot of men are more curious about other men's penises because you guys all have them, you know. Oh you know what you like, you know what feels good. And you have a seven-year-old boy. You know that at that point they're touching them, they're showing them to everybody. Boys have, young men have been like that forever. From the time they're even like babies, they're always touching them. My mom always jokes, she's like, what's their fatuation with their penises? I don't get it. But it is true. It's like some Freudian shit or something I don't like know. that. My question for you is, is I've talked to a, like some people that have had like a one woman, two men, sort of threesome and they always have to have specific rules like everything's different so like one of the rules is that the men don't cross swords but for you that wouldn't be the case so would there be any specific rules um my only specific rule would be like just like open communication Consent. um no kissing on the mouth that's okay you know, most guys don't right? want to do that anyway no yeah. but that's interesting because for women that's quite intimate like, and for women, it's a lot of the first thing you do. Like, that's that's the one, like, sign of passion when a man grabs you by the face and just kisses you. But no kissing, okay. Yeah, no kissing. And, like, obviously, you know, our little one would be at grandma's house for a sleepover, right. you know? Like, it'd be very, like, kind of, like, it's something for just, like, me and him. You know, it's something that... I, in a way, kind of want to give him, you know, because it's something he's always wondered about and he's not going to go out there. Like, I'm happy that he's not going to go behind my back to do it. 
Yes, and can I just jump in there? Because I was just telling Jenna before this recording, I'm back on the dating app Grinder. I'm overwhelmed by the amount of straight guys that hide without a picture and message you and say, well, I can't show my face publicly because I have a girlfriend, I have a wife, I have kids, and they just want to hook up with a guy. And I really think back to the Freudian thing we were talking about is a lot more men than we realize don't identify as gay, but still want to suck one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. So that's something else he wants to try. He wants to try giving a blowjob. They're fun. Yeah. Well, my thing is though, okay, Jenna, I know, I know Jenna, you don't like to give like a head. I love it. it. Like I truly do. Like it's for me, it's like a turn on if I'm in the mood, obviously if I'm just doing it. Thank you. Wait, that was the key word though. If I'm in the mood. mood. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's, you have to be in the mood. It's not fun if you're not in the mood. Right. Um, you know, so part of me, like I want him to experience it, give a guy a blow job. Cause then I can be like, see, it's not as easy as you make it seem. <laughs> you're a genius. Oh my God. Every woman should do that. <laughs> Tell right? anything, or husband. Go give a man a blowjob and then ask me about it again and tell me how. Yeah. After a long day of work and my hair's all greasy, that I really ah. want to tie it in a bow and go down on a bow. <laughs> three minutes. Yeah, no. But Wendy, are you a fearful at all that if you have this experience that he'll really like it, maybe a little too much? Okay, so I've definitely thought about that. And I've talked to him about that, and he keeps on assuring me, like, no, 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 like, you know, I love. I love pussy. I love like boobs. I love, you know, and he's like, I love you and all. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm like, but again, like it's one of those unknown that you just kind of have to go in with it. And I've kind of come to this conclusion that come. If that is Sorry. the case. <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't help myself. Come. <laughs> he said, um, if that is the case, then maybe we need to reevaluate our relationship and like kind of, you know, cause like I've always said, like, I'm not here to keep you back from things, you know, like I'm here to like kind of support you and help you out. And like, we are like, we'll always love each other and this and that, but something that, and I think this is one of the reasons why I feel like I'm so open and so kind of understanding about this. Like I had my wild days. You know, like I had like my multiple partners and like I had my fun, I had my experiences, whereas he didn't have that. You know, he was with the same girl throughout all of high school. Mm-hmm. Put it this way, I'm the third girl he's ever had sex with. Wow. Wow. Which man? No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. I should ask. I should ask. You know what though? But out of all the insecurities you have or out of everything that's going on, what is the number one insecurity you have going? What's the one thing that's like, I don't know a hundred percent that's holding you back. Cause it's obviously not his sexuality and questioning hit. You're pretty comfortable with that. But is there anything that makes you really nervous about approaching this and trying? Um, I think it's more like the, like, STIs and, like, oh, you know, okay. like, stuff like that. Like, if if someone, like, came to my door today and they're like, look, completely clean, no COVID, no STIs, no. come on over. Jesse? Is Jesse a viable candidate? Or does he not like blonde? <laughs> I don't know. I think you might have to ask my ex first. He's in line before me. They went to high school together. Okay, so no, I can't ask your ex. 
because I know certain something about his member and my and my husband needs the opposite of that. Oh, he likes a so lot. So you can. Yeah. You can employ Jesse. You can ask me. And let's not say which is which. We'll keep people guessing. But we have, yeah. different, we have different parts. Yeah. How do you know of that about me? No, I didn't. You just told oh, me I now. Told <laughs> I told her. <laughs> okay, well, then maybe I am a candidate. But you know what? If, if STIs, which are completely preventable, are your number one concern, I think you're, like, ready to do it. Oh, you don't even know. Like, I, like, I've always made a joke about, because um, we've actually looked into um, swingers clubs. Yeah. But obviously with COVID, that's not really the smart thing to do. Right. Um, we almost went to the one in Toronto called Aqua something. But then just like got like things ran late and we couldn't go. So we had to kind of push it back. When it but comes to swinging like, though, like you separate, you split up. Would you be okay with that? Like you swap. Um, so you necessarily so, wouldn't be in the room. So this is the funny thing. Like he actually wouldn't necessarily want to see me kissing another guy but i've told them if i'm gonna be going to a swingers club i want to i want to be with another woman oh, you know Wendy. And yeah does because he have a I, problem with you being with another woman no he doesn't are you sure you didn't write our listener letter a couple weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> this no. is what i'm telling you <laughs> no the reason i ask is i was like is he from a different cultural background other than canadian um, it sounds so like he's we're like, like battling between like cult, a little bit of culture too, because like born Canadian, raised Canadian, coming from Canadian parents, you're kind of like, okay, no. but sometimes when you come from a different ethnic background, there's different standards. And it sounds like sometimes he's battling between those two things. Yeah, no, we're from the same culture. Okay. So like, it's, um, it's like, like, all right. I don't have like we were, what? No, sorry. I was like, I'm <laughs> fine with it. We're the same culture. What's his problem? Right? You know? <laughs> um, he just looks like we're from a different culture, right. <laughs> but we're actually from the same culture. Right. Um, but he actually didn't come here to Canada until he was like 15. There you go. Bam. I knew there was yeah. something about that mm. because it always sounds like he wants to explore and he feels safe with you. So he's very open about his wants and needs. But when it comes down to it at the end, he's got that little part of his culture and being an immigrant, pulling him back, being like, this isn't right, this isn't right. Which is why I think it's taken you guys so long to get to the point where you actually want to be at. Wow, that sounded really Yeah. Who's yeah, there? like he, it's just like a matter of like, obviously he would prefer a trans woman, but again, like I'm such a like, I just, like if, any trans women out there are, would be okay with it, then yes, I yeah. would. But I don't want to go and offend someone. Well, we've you got know? our friend Lana on line one. Let's fire right. up the phone lines. Now. We've got a few. we got a few trans women that we could at least contact. Yeah. I think. Yeah, me. I don't know, maybe. But if they, they listened to this and knew that you were just, the reason you're not actually going out and asking is because you just respect them so much and you don't want to offend, then I think they would be a lot more open to it because they'd agree. be like, you know what? This is just an experience that they want to experience. And maybe I want to experience it. It's like with a married couple, a married straight couple. Yeah. That I could mean, be somebody else's. You've thing. had that line before to you, right? On dating apps where guys think they're being flattering, but really it's very insulting to say, oh, I've, I've never been with an Asian. No. Oh, what? you know, it's like, fuck off. Right. You know, <laughs> go stick an egg roll up your ass. Try that. How about? 
Um, Chinese. <laughs> oh, sorry. Chinese. <laughs> I said Asian. Aren't they Asian? <laughs> My God. <laughs> but you know, Wendy, I want to just highlight something you said a few minutes ago about uh, being, oh, I don't remember what you said exactly, but the fact that you're open to this and you're willing to try is if somebody has a fetish or a strong desire, it's going to happen anyway. And I know so many girls that try to hold this white knuckle grip on the relationship and control it, where then the man just goes behind their back. So you're better to embrace it. And if it doesn't work out, then you reevaluate your, your relationship or you separate or whatever. But uh, it's not any good to live with your head in the sand. Right. Yeah, like in the end, it's just sex. You know, your relationship is strong, not necessarily because of the sex you have, but the emotional and spiritual connection you have to each other. And you if know? it is because the sex, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, and so, I'll say like- Not enough. And people might think like, oh, she's just saying that because they probably don't have a lot of sex. I can tell you, we have a lot of sex. Like, I mean, like daily, if not yeah. like every other day. Wow. Yeah. So like, See, we're I don't know. Like, it's jealous. just like, <laughs> no, no, I just have a, like, like, I'm just way too like high strung sometimes I think. So it's like, I need sex to kind of calm me down. <laughs> right. You have a lot <laughs> of energy. Puts me in a better mood. So now what's going to be your next steps? Do you think? I don't know. Getting some of those uh, names from you guys. So yeah. we're going to, we're going to do our best to help you out and find someone. So if you do think you are a great match um, for Wendy and her husband, please give us an email, Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast at gmail.com. And we'll hook you guys up. Yes. We'll, um, and we can send you private photos too. Uh, I can't believe we're becoming matchmakers. This is horrible. This is exciting. This is it's gonna be like a whole new like dating game. Oh my god! You maybe just launched a whole new brand here. The Wendy. messy dating. The game. messy dating service. Yeah, <laughs> it will be messy. Well, wait. I want to highlight to something that you said about uh, your husband and the reason he's not on this interview is because there is still unfortunately a lot of stigma in the straight community right. about guys who are interested in trying this, and so he wasn't comfortable maybe necessarily talking to us. But uh, we will send you a selfie if you're a candidate. <laughs> But you know what? Yeah. It is it is sad that because I find like us like you know eighty born kids in the eighties we do have that stigma around it. But we've been talking to a lot of younger like early twenties kids, and now they don't even identify themselves by sexuality. They're not like I'm straight, I'm gay, I'm bi. A lot of them are just like I just like to fuck. Yeah. So like maybe exactly us, the older generation just needs to like learn to just drop these labels and just have sex with the people we want to. Well, I just wonder like, where did it start? You know, other than I guess like the Bible and stuff, but let's be honest. Like, I feel like more than half the population isn't really that religion, religious. And I just like, just like with my comment with one of your last like listeners um, about like the, how wanting to have kids and the right. like fantasy role or whatever. And it's just like, I feel like even as a mother, like people like don't look down, but they're kind of like thrown off when I'm so open about things. But it's like, but why? Like, where does it say that as a mother, I can't have fun, exciting, adventurous sex? Right. <laughs> That's how the kid got here. Yeah. Yeah. But it is. It's that stigma that no, 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 no. If you're going to have a family, you need to calm it down. You need to have missionary style, maybe flip it around one time and do doggy, smack my butt once in a while. But other than that, no, just missionary. Two pump chump. 
Yeah, no, I want it all. I want it all. Like if I could throw, if I could throw like a sex party, it's going to sound so bad. An orgy party. Like I would like, I mean, with food, lighting, silk blankets, pillows everywhere. Well, maybe if this matchmaking service takes off and COVID ends. <laughs> like, Jesse's like, yeah, we got a matchmaking service now. Well, we had a Botox party. Now we could have an orgy. <laughs> a blowjob party. Oh, yes. A blowjob party Botox for straight guys. Job. For straight guys who want to try it. And I'm the subject. <laughs> it can, no, wait. Remember those old tests? Like, is it Pepsi or is it Coke? <laughs> you get a blowjob from a man, a blowjob from a woman, and you have to guess which one's which. Oh, my God. That's interesting. Yeah. Which, honestly, I bet you, like... There'd be no difference, really. I wonder. No. I want to do this. This is like a BuzzFeed video where they explore the vaginas. We'll just cut a a sheet Uh, and a set right here. (laughs) They did say glory holes are the safest way to have intercourse during the COVID days. Although I think it would be really hard to have sex with a glory hole if you're a woman. You'd yeah. really have to like get up on the toilet, really bend down, get the right <laughs> angle. Yeah. And then don't like, that's when, you know, like truly, like I truly believe size does not matter, but like this is when size would matter. Yeah, and not, yeah. not girth length. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So because I have, I have a big ass. So like, I, like <laughs> uh, so Wendy, other than us, uh, you know, potentially hooking you up with a trans woman that's been on our show or listens to our show. How are you guys planning to find a guy? Because I feel like, you know, bisexuals or true bisexuals are like the rare unicorn in this universe. And I feel like you got, you don't want a gay man because then he'll just be into your husband and a straight guy would really just be putting up with him to get to you. So how are we going to find a guy? No. So this is the thing. So we have talked about this and realistically, it's not that like the threesome, the way I feel like it would work with like, even a gay guy would be like, okay, so the gay guy is doing whatever with, you know, my husband and I'm there to support my husband type of thing. So you just want, you just want to watch? Kind of. And so, so this is kind of like what, one of my fantasies are is (laughs) sounds so funny oh please we're into it now like let's say he's like getting pegged and I'm there just like giving him a blowjob you know the thought of that like I'm just kind of kind of gets me like can a man handle that that's a lot of stimulation it wouldn't last too long yeah I know (laughs) but just like you know some of the stuff we've thrown out there for ideas right she likes it because it's time consuming it doesn't take too long yeah I like to do that good results yeah right good idea Wendy well you need to keep us updated as this goes on like please do like whether it's by email or whatever no this is one because Wendy had the balls to actually come on the podcast I think (laughs) this deserves a follow-up if and when you guys are successful with this we would like a report on how it went. Yeah, because I know that we have a ton of other listeners that are probably wondering to see how this works out too, because they're probably in the same well, boat. We joke around that we have these like crazy ass listeners, but at the end of the day, everyone's also into this and there is someone out there that can relate. So if you can be like a great example of this, then hey, it's like sexual discovery. That's right. Well, yeah, that's like one of the reasons why I did agree to do the podcast because... I just feel like everyone needs to stop being so like kind of scared of the unknown and kind of just going. Cause it's like, you know, we have one life to live. 
like what's the worst that can happen that's right right and i'm really i'm one of them that's trying to get my head around that as i'm such a chicken shit with all these hot guys at the gym i want to hit on but i'm too scared stop being scared what's the worst that's gonna happen i'll get a black eye <laughs> i've had one of those <laughs> yeah like i don't know like i just feel like obviously it's not for everybody you know like it really depends on how strong your relationship is at you know when things are happening like i don't feel like this should be something done like introducing a third to a relationship to fix it right you know what i mean yeah you're like doing it as you, almost like an early christmas gift yeah like this is just something i want to be able to like it's just i'm thinking of it's the same thing as like me I'm buying a nice piece of lingerie and presenting myself right. to my husband or buying him a you stripper know. yeah yeah and like this is more like you know like here this is my friend so-and-so let's you know let's have some fun right i love it and i think the big takeaway here is men don't be afraid to tell your woman what you want and women be more open to it because it could be a great time my dad always said i feel like it's horrible that i'm bringing up my dad in this conversation but he always told me two things you never know unless you ask and two don't put the ass mm -hmm. in assumption but in this case you want to put the ass hey, in assumption hey, hey, <laughs> Wendy, thank you so much for sharing your story. We have you have no idea how much we appreciate it. Yeah, anytime. Like, let's be honest, I love talking about sex. So, well, if Wendy's not back on the podcast, then you know it didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm back without a ring, yeah. right? We wish yeah. you the best, though, and we can't wait to hear what happens. And I think you guys just need to do. Obviously, you guys are on the same level, and just now, instead of dipping your toe in, jump right into it and just do it. Yeah, I know. I'm ready. Like, I'm I'm so ready. And if you want to contact Wendy, email us, Jesse and Jenna's Messy Podcast at gmail.com, and we'll put you in touch. Happy yeah. hunting, Wendy. Cheers. Cheers. Bye, guys. Bye.